IBEC, the voice of Irish business. Welcome back to IBEX podcast. In this episode, we are joined by Chief Economist and Head of National Policy, Jared Brady, and IBEC Economist, Hazel Ahern Flynn. They give us an overview of IBEX Budget 2023 submission and cover topics including what a good budget looks like for business. Hazel, we're looking at Budget 2023, which is coming around already and earlier this year than usual with a, a late September date. Um, the government are, are have already set out what they plan to spend, or, or in very broad terms, about $6.7 billion, which is... Uh, much bigger than a normal year. Um, within that, Hazel, is there much room to manoeuvre? Or, you know, they have already set out some of that money is from their national development plan, about a billion, but a two billion of it is is for, you know, pensions and extra pensioners next year and all the costs of inflation that they have to deal with in terms of, of the cost of public services. And that leaves about 3.7 billion left. Does it... Uh, or is it as much as it sounds uh, when you get down to the the rate of inflation in the economy and all the costs that and pressures indeed that they're going to face politically to to spend money on various areas to try and help everyone get away from these inflationary pressures that we see out there? Yeah, it's um, I, I suppose in a nutshell, it, it's not quite as much as it would seem on paper. Uh, so as you said, look, uh, there are an awful lot of competing priorities uh, for the government and for Ireland as a country at the moment. Uh, there are cost pressures, uh, obviously price increases both for households and for businesses. Uh, at the same time, we have a lot of long-running priorities uh, that really need a focus uh, and a continued focus long beyond any immediate um, challenges that we might face and, and in particular uh, to follow through an investment in infrastructure that uh, we, we may have put on the long f- finger over the last decade or so. Uh, and then also uh, some quite significant spending and investment to meet some of our very ambitious climate targets. Uh, so when you look at it in that context, where you, where you need to balance both those immediate cost pressures, but at the same time, those those longer priorities, you find that what's kind of left over for spending mightn't go as far as you would think. If you look at tax, there's about a billion left for a tax package for government um, but a billion um, sounds like a lot of money, but actually is just about enough to keep pace with inflation in tax credits and tax bans and all the rest of that stuff that in some countries would happen automatically. Here, it's a decision to be made by government. Um, and then you have two and a half billion on the spending side. And within that, you've talked about this balance between short term and long term. There's going to be a huge amount of pressure on short term. I guess in our budget submission this week that we've launched, the key message is, you know, just because, and, and understandably so, there is this enormous short-term pressure, and there will need to be supports put in place for for households and for businesses, um, that you can't lose sight of the of the long-term challenges that are out there. Either. Could you talk a little bit about what some of those long-term challenges are, what the areas that that we're looking at are, and, and maybe how how we see the importance of those in terms of the continued growth of the economy over the, over the next coming years. Yeah, that's right. So in terms of uh, some of the long-term challenges that we would be looking to focus on in this budget, uh, there are a few just to name check them. Firstly, I suppose, in light of the, the energy crisis that we're seeing in Europe at the moment, there needs to be a renewed focus on uh, building in energy efficiency 
into the Irish economy, and that includes uh, ramping up investment in terms of green technologies, uh, providing adequate incentives for businesses to, to uptake those technologies. Uh, and and is, is that, Hazel, I suppose, one of the issues that we face is there's this immediate focus on almost compensating people for the immediate costs that they're going to face. But I guess we're trying to say you also need to take advantage of the moment where investments in low carbon um, or in energy efficiency uh, make a lot more sense when the cost of fossil fuels basically is so high. Um, And that that then gives you an opportunity if the government take it to accelerate households and businesses' behaviour in terms of both energy efficiency, so reducing demand for energy and building more resilience that way. And then the second part is this low carbon technology investment. So moving to different technologies, which which build that resilience in the long term. So, so it's a kind of an opportunity. Is, is that basically what we're saying? That's it, yeah. There's, um, I suppose, a natural incentive, if you like, to pivot uh, away from fossil fuels towards renewables at the moment. And um, there, there's an opportunity there to build on that backdrop by also providing the the carrot to the stick, if you like, so incentives as well to, to accelerate that adoption. And, and then in terms of other long-term areas, we, we've talked in the submission about education funding. Obviously, there's a, there's a new plan for higher education that needs funding uh, about innovation funding, a new national research strategy that needs some funding put behind it. Um, and then other areas around SME taxation and growing the kind of indigenous enterprise base that we've long lobbied on. Um, th- there is space within the budget still left to do those kind of things. How... How can government, I suppose, balance those needs within the available space? Is it really a case of trying to target the measures that are kind of compensatory for, for people that are trying to help them through the cost, targeted at people who really need them? And then on the other hand, focus on these long-term kind of resilience building pieces. Yeah, that's right. So I suppose the, the risk from the government's point of view is if you try to combat these um, inflationary pressures for everyone, you risk just pouring fuel on that fire. So you would need to see quite targeted interventions on that side. Um, the the secondary advantage to that as well, those targeted measures, is you then have the space to follow through on those other priorities that you, that you just listed there. Uh, so we would be looking for government to follow through in its commitments to um, provide the, the pre-committed funding to third level uh, and at the same time also ramp up public investment in R&D from third level as well. Um, so I suppose the, the issue there is striking a balance between uh, dealing with those kind of day-to-day immediate costs and then also kind of future-proofing. And the advantage of this really is, I suppose, if, if you're too focused on the short-term compensatory measures, you don't leave enough space and you create a, a kind of a reliance if this is a kind of permanent structural change in the kind of cost level that we're facing as an economy, you need to be thinking about the resilience in the long term rather than just the compensation in the short term as well. That's that's basically the key message, right? Um, on budget day, um, we're now going to see it the 27th of September rather than mid-October. There's going to be a huge amount of pressure in between. Um, obviously, we'll have ongoing you know, meetings with key stakeholders and all the rest in the in the coming weeks. And look, obviously, this is a budget that is about the balance between the long and short term, the resilience uh, building for on a proactive basis and the kind of short term compensation that, that people will need because of the, the challenges that are out there. Um, 
we'll be launching our our budget submission um, today and we'll have if you want to read more about the specific detail of all the measures that are in there and there are lots of them um, it's all up on ibec.ie we hope that you enjoyed this latest episode to read ibec's full budget 2023 submission visit ibec.ie forward slash budget 2023 ibec the voice of irish business